Say we're in. Oh, yeah. sweet. Hey, sorry. hey, everybody, we're live. That's oh, all right. It's <laughs> it's it's late at night, and we've all been celebrating. I looked we've away from celebrating like the wrong ten seconds. We've, we've all been celebrating because uh, Dead Man's Rust went out to backers. The PDF has gone out to backers. If you backed it on Kickstarter, then uh, you filled out your backer survey, and you had a PDF coming to you. You should have the PDF now, which is super exciting. So I'm going to show throw the link in the chat over there on the Twitch uh, so that you can go and pre-order uh, Dead Man's Rust and get your backer copy of the PDF like right away. It's awesome. Um, on that note, welcome. Hi, we're playing Scarredlands tonight here at uh, the Onyx Path Twitch. Uh, when last we met, our uh, intrepid adventurers had just managed to, um, after slaying a woodrack dragon claiming its heart and then freeing a old friend a ironbred uh priest of enkili from the clutches of a strange cult of uh music loving elf worshipers in the hornsaw forest um they got all the components together that they needed to be able to unlock the unicorn the clan unicorn ghosts uh, from their prison in the Ghost Glade and allow them to uh, help them get through the caverns beneath Glivetatel, making their way up to where the dwarves had been enslaved during their stay there. Um, after getting inside of Glivetatel, you made your way out onto the street. Uh, where you saw the place was just overrun with malnourished, uh, very tired, very broken down looking people uh, who um, were being very quiet and were apparently under watch by a patrol uh, that included several undead, a necromancer riding an apparently undead horse, and a small child that they had chained by the neck. Uh, that you have determined um, can react to people's feelings, um, that it is a means of keeping the population from developing any emotions that are too strong. Because as we all know, a strong emotion, uh, that's just going to lead to rebellion, and then they have to kill them and you know reanimate them, go to all that trouble. Uh, they'd rather they just don't feel. So uh, feeling too strongly is definitely frowned upon uh, by the authorities here in Glivetatel. Uh, so now that you are on the street of what you believe to be the civilian quarter, um, what would you all like to try to do? Wait for this lady to pass, right? Oh, okay. So you want to just kind of like try to hang back and, and stay out of the way effectively? Yeah. I'll figure out the rules and how stuff works around here. Like, I don't know if they're going to think it's weird that we're hanging out here. We're like all in mage robes, but, you know, are we loud in this section of town? Sure. How would you like to... Um... I'll stop and... Uh kind of make a dramatic but quiet 
scene of um like fixing a string like on your yeah like i need everybody to stop for a second so i can fix the string so they're just waiting for me to finish doing what i'm doing real quick oh sure and then, why don't and then we look busy all right uh why don't you make a performance check and i'll let you have uh uh i'll, I'll let the rest of the group make a deception check um so if the group passes the check you'll be you'll gain advantage if the group fails you'll make the check with disadvantage you son of a bitch who's gonna make the group check uh everybody in the group is gonna roll deception okay sorry so. sarah i rolled a one 27. Uh, oh yeah haiku <laughs> i'm also plus normally that. plus four at deception but i rolled a three so Oof, nine Y'all fucking me up. All right, you'll have disadvantage on your performance check there. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. And... It's not like you just have like a skeleton in your group. <laughs> it's all good. I know where Travis sleeps, so <laughs> okay. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you start messing with your string and um. The rest of the group kind of stands around, sort of, I assume, kind of falling face inward toward each other. Um, and uh, you just happen to be in, in the right position, Ithrin. You see the necromancer on horseback kind of like look over in your direction and uh, kind of pull on there uh, on the bridle and start heading over like turning toward you and, and riding over um when they're probably about 40 feet away she uh shouts you there bard um i'll i'll uh hold it up and go got it yeah it would be best for the populace if you did not muck about with such trappings here you you know that if you're going to be playing in this quarter uh that you need to make your way over to the inn um i assume you don't have a permit for street performance no i wasn't going to perform i just don't want it to warp if i leave the string off too long it's going to warp and, and that would ruin my my instrument i can't afford a new one well you may understand that and i may understand that but she like gestures broadly to the people. And you see that the kid at the end of her chain is like just staring at all of you, kind of like looking back and forth, just like shaking, like very, very like it does like almost like the child is is suffering from like sensory overload. Um, I'll uh kind of put my head down and be like, I didn't mean to upset anybody and will kind of head away from the way that lady was going. Mm -hmm. um, she like, says... Like, you know, like that. Opposite directions. Right, <laughs> like not not out of the town. <laughs> she like stops at you again and says, is this your first time playing in the civilian quarter? Yes. The Forum Noctis is closed today. Uh, if you're going to be performing at all, it'll be at the Gallows Humors. You'll be uh, three blocks in that direction. 
stop at the awful pile, take a left, and go down two more blocks. You will see the uh, sign for it. Don't oh, let me see you out here on the street with that nonsense about. Oh, thank you. I, I would have gotten lost. I appreciate it. Of course. She beats the horse and turns and starts walking back in the direction she was originally patrolling. All right, we'll head in that direction. At least as long as we can see her, we can worry about the rest later. Sure. I'll, like, mumble under my breath to whoever's walking next to me. Uh, I, I really don't understand how this place works. Yeah, I don't... I'm trying. So, based on... Where, where'd she say, say to send us off? Where she said to go? Uh, she pointed to go north, uh, go up two blocks, and then take a left at the awful pile. The awful pile. Okay. Might as well go there, since it's the only place we at least know. It's we know we're inn. allowed to be there. Right. For what? It's an inn. We'll be allowed to be there, hopefully. It seems yeah. like a... But I'm going to try to keep an eye out for... I don't know what I would guess would be like the king's castle, so to speak. Like, yeah. Oh, what's the obvious bullshit where Lucian Dane is probably holed up? Well, from where you're standing, you can see there's a couple of relatively um, sizable uh, pieces of architecture. Um, it seems as though, for all of their. Uh, robbery of opulence from their people, the leadership of Glividatel doesn't mind making a bit of an ego show. Uh, you see that in the center of the city, um, there is a very large, uh, basically like almost reflective obsidian pyramid that goes probably a few hundred feet into the sky. That's there's sort of black necrotic energy just kind of dancing around it. Um, and beyond that, you can make out just the very, or I'm sorry, to the south of there, um, looking due south from where you are. Off in the distance, atop, kind of above the the like rooftop line, like the skyline, uh, you can see a, what appears to be a large black skull um, poking out over the top. Those seem to be the two largest, uh, most opulent buildings in the city. Uh, you can also see, um, like, there's a couple of signs that point to the uh, the Forum Noctis that point to the Colosseum. So there's a couple of different uh, public buildings as well. They're, they're relatively large. But the two that leap out at you are the, are the big pyramid and the big skull. I think the big skull might be our target. Big ass building. Big tower. We know it's a tower, right? Based on what we heard. It's like a well-guarded tower. I agree. I think 
if they were going to keep anything anywhere important, it'd be under the giant skull thing. <laughs> yeah. I keep my important stuff under a giant skull. Want to head to the gal's humor to recoup for a second? Mm-hmm. All right. You make your way up two blocks. Uh, you realize that the awful pile that uh, she was referring to is a literal pile of internal organs that seem to be um, just kind of being collected. Uh, you see, like, a couple of kids, probably 14, 15 years old, uh, like, run over to the pile. Um, one of them has a sack over their shoulder, and they just dump out what looks like a liver and a, a length of intestine into the pile and then take off running away. The first time in her life, Aetherin is not hungry. <laughs> I'm like, that's why they call it the awful pile. <laughs> you follow the directions and eventually you do see a sign. Um, the wood carved sign out front. Uh, has letters in um, Dunahan, which I don't believe any of you read. Um, but you also see there's like an image of, it looks like a very crudely drawn like game of hangman on it. But it's also got a smiley face in the, in the, in the head. Yeah, those humor. And you, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say that makes me ask uh, if anyone uh, had comprehend languages. I do actually, but I was wondering internally if casting a spell here is a bad idea. I already got shit listed once today. I shrug at you <laughs> again. Yeah, fair. What is, I, mages can do kind of whatever they want to an extent, right? They can cast spells. Yeah, the mages, as far as you understand it, magic users are, are the ruling class here by a long shot. Um, okay. Well, then I'll... Uh, hold on, let me see if I have anything. Doop -a -doop. Yeah, I'll just... Drop a comprehend languages. The letters come into focus, and you can see that it says gallows humors. Um, it might come in handy with anyone else talking in that language, though. Yeah. Uh, you doing anything else before you step inside? Um, I don't think so. Wonderful. Um. As you make your way in, uh, you see a rather crowded inn. And as soon as you open the doors, you can hear like rhythmic tapping and like the sound of what appears to be relatively free conversation. Nobody's like, it's not like the hushed tones that you heard on the street. Um, it's, you know, people are just talking. At a, at a normal volume that you might expect inside of a tavern. You see a, a man behind the bar 
uh, looks to be probably um, in his late 40s, maybe early 50s. And you see he's got very long hair with clay chimes strung throughout it. Um, he's wearing the necromancer's robes, but the sleeves have been like rolled all the way up to the shoulders. And he's definitely got on uh, what you would think of as like a seafarer's breeches and boots underneath the robe. And like a minute, as you're like making your way toward the bar, uh, he busts out in like a belly laugh at something someone says and uh, pours them a, a large tankard of a strange drink. You can even see from where you're at that this this fluid seems to be uh, emanating like a gentle green glow. He uh, pours it and slides it across the bar. And you notice the very rotten hand of the of the person that picks up that drink and slams it down. I'm guessing he's like the only like person in mage robes, right? Uh, you see a couple people in mage robes. There's probably, uh, we'll say, why don't you roll a d6 for me? Six. Three. And you see three other people in mage robes scattered throughout the bar. Um, one of them uh, looks like a human man, looks like he's probably about 115 years old. Um, and he is surrounded by, uh, there are two, what appear to be living as healthy as one might expect commoners uh, of Glibidatel sitting at his table. And then uh, three maybe ghouls, some sort of undead that are in various states of decomposition. And they're all kind of sitting around, uh, apparently playing a game of cards. Um, the second necromancer that you see there uh, is just standing in the back of the room, uh, kind of looking the place over back and forth. And you see, she looks like a fairly, uh, actually, now that, now that I think about it, she looks fairly familiar. Um, you've seen this woman before. Last time you saw her, she was on the back of a storm rack dragon. Ah. Uh, this uh, is the woman who was f flying that mission over Glivida or over uh, the Golden City before it was attacked. We got our hoods up, right? And you can see that uh, now at this distance, you can see that an entire patch of her cheek is completely rotten away, exposing teeth. Um, and you can see sort of a milkiness to her eyes that you wouldn't expect. She seems to be some sort of undead, uh, but is also wearing the robes. And then you uh, see a third person, a woman. And uh, she's human. Looks like she's probably, she appears to be in her 40s or 50s um, with long blonde hair that's very well cleaned, pulled back into kind of like a top ponytail. Um, and she's uh, sipping what appears to be a tankard of, you know, ale or something along those lines, and appears to be speaking with a few uh, mostly skeletal-looking undead. Um, but they're kind of leaned over the table talking to one another. Uh, the rest of the, the rest tables are mostly occupied by human commoners. Continue. 
What were you going to say, I'm sorry? Oh, uh, just asking if I can eavesdrop. Uh, sure. Who are you going to try to eavesdrop on? Uh, the lady. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check if you don't mind. Twenty. Excellent. How's your dunahan? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Do the Austins he's speaking that language? Uh, most of them do, yeah. Mm. Hey, Charlie. Well, at I... least I will not get caught listening <laughs> it. So we'll yeah. take that. Yeah, I can't, like, I can only cast it on me, so I can't, like... Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm close enough to hear or how this is laid out. It, you. Yeah, you're all... Uh, you can all certainly... You know, as you're passing by, if you'd like to make a perception check, I'll allow you to as well, Trevor. Okay. I want to do a perception check too. I'm I'm having trouble with my best friend over here, so I apologize. I can't see anything because things just go crazy. Gotcha. Uh, you said perception, right? Yes. It's only eleven. Um, you start picking up little bits and pieces. Um, she's saying something about the womb. Uh, something about uh, lands. No, she does not say womb lands specifically. No, um, but uh, she uh, does. She said something about a womb. Something about uh, paying handsomely for information. Something about um, uh, being on something of a time a timetable. That's really kind of what you can grab from it. Um, at least in the time that you walk by. If you want to try to cook up some excuse to stay, stay in that region, you can. Um, otherwise, you'll have to either just flat out stop or continue on toward the bar. I'm just going to continue on. My luck today has not been great. I, you know, already had a close call, so. Right. Are any of you not planning on bellying up to the bar at this point? I have no money. Oh, I can buy I, you a drink. Yeah, you can get. Yeah, you're fine. We have. We also have like party funds. Yeah. Which is eight hundred and twenty-three gold and a hundred platinum. So I think you're, <laughs> you can get a drink. Cool. Only get like a round of drinks. So we can yeah. listen to this more. I guess. Get a feel for what's going on here. Right. I don't think yeah, this I can place get is any weird. Drink. Why? Because I'm a skeleton. Oh. Right. And if I drank and it didn't just fall down my jaw, they would probably know that it's a disguise. As you uh, approach, he makes his way over and says, i never seen your faces around here before. That's because they're new. Well, welcome to the... Uh, Gallows humor. How can Drowned Yargo be of service? And he bows and his all of the uh, chimes in his hair sort of clink. What? What is he? He's human. Oh, he's a... But he is wearing... But he is wearing, He's the one that's wearing the necromancer robes with the pirate breeches. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um... 
I'll just order everyone something except, you know, Skelly over here is not thirsty tonight, I guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, you must be new in town. You don't have any, uh, don't have any coins from the Crypt Lords, do you? No. Well, I tell you what, you're going to learn a thing about, uh, more specifically, your friend here is going to learn a thing about uh, the nature of our beverages here and about the nature of the economy. The, the Crypt Lords and some of the Necromancers, but mostly it's the big bosses, hand out uh, special tokens for appreciation. And with those tokens, you can get a special drink here. We call it, uh, well, different people call it different things. Some people call it vicarious. Some of our guests call it the tapped bliss. He pours another glass of that, like, green glowing fluid and slides it over to Island. But uh, every one of them loves it. I'll like grab like the cup and be like, go on and then like go to like raise it to like like grabbing like her hand, like raising to her like uh like mouth, but I'm like gonna shape water it so that it looks like it, like <laughs> she drunk it but like fell out through her like you know jaw. <laughs> I was gonna do like a constitution saving throw already. <laughs> so you're gonna try to spill it? No, yeah, but I'm like, oh, come on, eat it. Like, like, just be like uh, overly aggressive on this thing, you know? <laughs> okay, uh, he like raises an eyebrow. Roll a deception check with disadvantage, please. Both of us are just. just can I assist? Hi. <laughs> uh, you can assist, sure. So that'll make it just a straight deception check. Oh, uh, I mean, the first one I rolled was an 18. Okay. Is something wrong with your uh, servant there? Oh, you're spilling! Oh, you're spilling that. Um, Sorry. The nearest, the nearest undead to you, dives at your feet and starts lapping it off the ground. Oh, you're making a spectacle of yourself. Sorry, this one's new. I'm trying to break it in. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, what can I get for you? That uh, zombie that was licking the little <laughs> drink off the floor, by the way, like rolls onto their back and starts like pulsating. Like, and you see it, you see something you've never seen a zombie do in all of your days. It smiles. Interesting. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> So, just here for the drinks. Um, I don't know. Are we gonna need to crash? You can point us in direction to some inns. I think. Well, we have an inn. We have an inn here. We have some rooms. If you, if it's a room you need. I've got the uh, most comfortable place the living will find to lay down in uh, Glywood Hotel for five silver a night. Good deal. Tell me uh, how much to take out of the fund and I'll do it. I don't mind sharing a room with someone else if you want to save a little bit of cash. I, Any... I don't care. I just don't want to do 
the the math on it and I, I just mean, have gold and platinum listed. And it's probably better if we double up just for mm -hmm. safety. Yeah. Probably. Definitely. Uh, why don't each of you make an insight roll real quick? I will uh probably not be doing that. Twelve. Nine. Seventeen. Oh. Uh, 23. All right. Oh, uh, look at that. And would you, Sherlyn? 18. All right. The three of you, Sherlyn, uh, Alan, and, and Ithrin, all notice um, that the, the blonde woman, the uh, undead she was speaking to, have now gotten up. And she's definitely kind of eyeballing you all. Um, but Ithrin, you got a 23? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, 19. 19, okay. Um, you mean on the die or you mean total? Uh, on the die with my oh, bonus. Right. Comes out to 23. All right. Um, yeah, you noticed that the, the woman that was on the dragon is also looking at you. <laughs> uh he says so how many rooms is it going to be um like maybe two do two two yeah. we'll do two yeah yeah he, we'll have skelly be the third one of them he tosses down a couple of skeleton keys and then leans hey. leans across the bar <laughs> <I'm okay. laughs> <clears throat> Leans across the bar and sort of beckons Charlie closer. Yeah. Says, uh, are you going to be needing any uh, salt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we will be. He nods. He says, listen, what, I'm, what I'd like you to do just take your drinks and go sit over at uh, that open table over there. You're catching some eyes you might not want to be catching. And I've been around scarring long enough to see it, to recognize a pack of adventurers when I see them. So go have a seat and I'll be over to talk to you in a little bit. All right. Hey guys, let's uh, grab a table. And he, he grabs your wrist as you're turning away and says, oh, one more thing. Necromancers never pay assault tax. Let's go to your wrist and starts walking back over to the uh, starts walking over to the woman who is staring at you. All right, uh, I'm gonna go grab a table and hope everybody follows me and doesn't make an ass out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow. Yeah, let's go. Thanks. You all go sit down at the uh, empty table. Um, Alan, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Why? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no, not that one. <laughs> Seven. You feel someone probing your thoughts. Oh, balls. Ain't nobody trying to get probed. I was going to say, at least it's just my thoughts. <laughs> right. 
You did not sign up for probing. Just think about balls. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you're well aware someone is rifling through your mind. Um, well, that's anything I can do to start thinking about baseball. I guess. I mean, uh, you can feel them. It, it's almost as le- as if you're trying to re- like. The effect is you start remembering things as if you were concentrating on remembering them, but like somebody else is doing the concentrating on remembering them. <laughs> so like okay. memories start are just coming to the Start front. singing a song. Find a happy place. Stay alive. Stay alive. perfect for a skeleton to be singing. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll let you make another wisdom. <laughs> let's make another wisdom saving throw to see if you can end the effect what was that sorry what was that oh, i'm just letting her make another wisdom save oh the rest well, of you are all sitting down though and and Ooh, child 18 can't really tell that she's particularly uncomfortable um because i don't have flesh on my face <laughs> uh, brains brains You've sort of start trying to put up every sort of concentration wall that you can. Um, And you hear a message inside of your mind. Mm. What news of the Gleaming Valley? You can respond. With up to 25 words. But who is this? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you that you New can... New brain who dis? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you that because of your proximity, you can tell who's casting the spell you. It's the blonde that's sitting two tables away from you, the blonde necromancer. Well, while, while Alan's okay, thinking about I this, I don't want to respond. I don't know if she's a friend or foe, and if like she's just rifling through my brain. You can say I don't know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I don't know stuff. Perfect, Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> nice. What are the rest of you doing while Alan's just sitting there having like this crisis? I just want to be in the room, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting at the table with Charlie. Um, just following her lead and seeing what comes next. I'm periodically visually checking in with the um the bartender dude, but I don't want to like stare at him and look like a crazy person. Uh he's you notice he sort of weaves a bit of a path indirectly over to the rotting necromancer. Like he stops and talks to a couple people real quick, has a couple exchanges, says something to one of his employees, which you notice all the employees in this bar are, are very dead. And uh, he then makes his way over to her and starts talking to her. You're not going to be able to make out what they're saying short of using any magic because they're across a crowded tavern from me. No, I just, he said he was going to come over and talk to us. I'm just kind of keeping an eye on where he's going um, okay. in case... You know, there's something else going on there. Um, you hear another voice in your mind uh, 
or you hear the same voice again in your mind, Alan. Um, I am wasting an awful lot of magical power to keep this conversation going. So please, what news of the Gleaming Valley? Um, I'm gonna yeah. whisper to I'm gonna whisper to Haiku. Like, somebody's asking me about the Gleaming Valley. Say they're all dead. Infirm. Infirm. Can you say they're all dead? I'm gonna say, um. I think unless something happens, they will all be dead soon. Uh, why don't you all, uh, well, I would say only uh, Aland and Haiku would have a chance to make an insight check for a moment. Um, it's going to be a disadvantage because you are across a couple tables away from her. Oh, that's funny. What's going to be say- Is that all of us or just Haiku? Just Haiku and Alan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know shit. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Neither one of you noticed anything. The rest of you, your attention is kind of focused on the the undead uh, necromancer. And after a brief exchange with Drowned Yargo, she makes her way uh, out of the inn. Well, as she's going, does she have anything of note on her person? Um, the only things that you notice on her person is she's got her, uh, robes of a necromancer. Um, she's carrying a staff that appears to be crafted from your, your best guess would be a giant's thigh bone. Um, like it's a staff made entirely out of one contingent piece of bone. Um, and you can tell that she's wearing a corpse skin belt. Um, like her belt has uh it's clearly made of leather but it has like patterns from like human ears and eyes and nostrils in it okay and uh she kind of wanders out and yard once she's clear uh yargo beelines over to where you're at you lot are gonna get yourselves killed he sits down at the table. A ghoul shambles over and sets drinks in front of everyone. We're trying to avoid that. Listen, the less I know about why you're in town, the better. But what I will tell you is this. The council doesn't uh, cotton to outsiders too well. Don't say. So whatever you're here for, get it and get the hell out. The idea. Is it just me or does that bartender sound like Dan Aykroyd? It sounds like a pirate. <laughs> Sounded like Dan Aykroyd to me. <laughs> I sailed the seas with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Um, now that he's sitting down close to you, you can also uh, very much all see the telltale 
uh, red stains in his teeth that uh, often accompany people who spend a long time sailing on the Blood Sea. Is he drinking the fucking blood in the water? What? Like, if you eat anything, you fish out of there. Some people are, are actually ill trawlers who, like, pull up blood clots and use them for power. Um, things like that. He says, uh, so, yeah, whatever your business be, uh, I would hurry up and get it done and get out of here. I uh, have no intention of reporting your presence, but I also have no intention of standing between you and the city guard if they decide that they want to talk to you about something. Does anyone have Pass Without Trace, by the way? Have what? Pass Without without Trace. trace. Is that a spell? Yeah. It is. I don't have that. Says, best of luck to you. And gets up and goes back over to the bar. Um, Somebody ask him something. Why? Don't we need to know where to find the thing we're looking for? I don't think he wants to answer our questions in that area. Yeah, we just got to get out of here. Yeah. I think we should retire to our rooms and figure out. I think we got to like get out of here. I think we don't want to be anywhere. They might be coming back. I, they don't know which room we're in. We should just go to the rooms. I can't imagine there's very many rooms, though. You were probably right. City guards are going to knock down these doors looking for us if they, you know, think we already paid for the roof. <laughs> okay, they're like five silver. Let's just go. <laughs> Here, you have like a billion dollars. <laughs> you I'm all... tell you right now, we'll hear it if they knock down a door. We'll you know they're coming. All yeah, audibly hear that blonde necromancer sigh before you hear a voice in your head again, Alan. Thank God. <laughs> Didn't she leave? What the fuck? Just go to your god's damned room already. I'll meet you there. I'm um, telling you. The voices in my head are telling me to go to the room. So I think we should go to the room. Stat. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that up to me. <laughs> the fake skeleton says it, and all of a sudden it's in, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you calling a fake skeleton, sis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, you make your way to your rooms, and to call them uh, modest accommodation uh, would be a bit of uh, uh, overstatement. Um, they're effectively the size of these booths. Um, you can get inside of the room and close the door uh, with all of you in there, but that's about what you can squeeze. Um, there's a mattress on the floor that looks like it's you know hay inside of a piece of chewed up cloth. Um, there's a small candlestick with no candle in it for light. Unfortunately, I cannot put up a tiny hut in a city. Sorry. Is there anything? Is there anything you'd like to do uh, when you first get into the room? Um, check for bed bugs. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, they're there, I promise. <laughs> uh, I just want to do a sweep and look to see if there's anything weird or unexpected or out of place. Uh, sure, make a survival check. Oh, another natural 20. That's a 27 total. Damn. Excellent. Um, no, in fact, uh, you would expect, given the state of this room, that there would be like more vermin or something along those lines. But it seems like they're not. Uh, you Likely because the vermin in Glividatel is probably very well fed just without having to infest places so much. Um, but yeah, you don't notice any anything out of the ordinary at all. Everything seems very kosher and and good to you, but um, you absolutely do uh, make note that there is someone approaching up the stairs, a single person. Ah, kicked my camera. Sorry. Okay. Um, if it's pretty short, can is there a place for her to hide? You could theoretically hide in the space that any of your buddies is standing in. Okay, I will do that. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. Did Alan tell us about being... Wow. Either I rolled real great or real bad. That's a nine. Okay. You uh, sort of get behind Charlung. And your tail is like poking out like Charlong had Ruette's <laughs> tail at this point, but otherwise you're hiding. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Um, about um, 10 seconds after... After we got into the room, I did tell them that the person from the bar that was in my head when I was talking to Heiko asked us to come to the room. Oh, okay. Because Charlie right. just asked then I would assume that who's coming. Otherwise, I mean, we all saw Ithrin hide. <laughs> so I would assume we know something's up. We saw her do something. We saw her move. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, there's a knock at the door after about a minute after, uh, after uh, Ithrin hides. I'll open it. You see the woman there. She uh, steps inside, says a couple of words, and um, the room seems to better accommodate the amount of people in it. She says, we're under a, a sensory sphere at the moment. No one outside this room is going to hear our conversation. Anyone trying to listen in will hear me trying to uh, purchase a few years of memories from each of you. So you may speak freely. What are you doing? Uh, coming to ask you the same thing. You've made quite a scene out there. What? How dare you? <laughs> Might I recommend that the next time you try to go undercover in a city full of undead, that you not try to hide an iron bread as an undead? Might I also recommend 
that if you go undercover in a city full of necromancers, you not try to pretend to be necromancers. Then what were we supposed to do, smarty pants? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you here? Why are we don't have any constructive criticism. Why <laughs> aren't the city guards here? Why didn't you alert them? Why didn't I alert them? Yeah. Because it became clear to me when I probed your friend's mind that you are here on the, on the behalf of the Hollow Legionnaires, which means that our purpose is aligned for the moment. Aren't you there attacking them? Was I there attacking them? No. It wasn't this lady that was, it was like attacking them? No, this isn't the one that was, this is the blonde woman that was sitting across from me, not the one with the rotting face. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I thought, this is, okay, 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 I got confused. Okay. Yeah, to be real, I was confused too. Yeah, redact that last thing. Yeah, the one with the rotting face is the one that Yargo got to leave before he came and talked to you. Okay. Um, So I I got the impression from Alan's mind that uh, the situation in the Gleaming Valley is dire. I assume it must be if you've if they've sent you to infiltrate. We're actually really accomplished adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself on the terrible road. We're, uh, yeah, we're here to help. What's the what's the plan? Who are you? Before we just spill out our entire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. Little do they know, they My... already know the entire plan. My name there is, isn't one. <laughs> My name is Tarnia. I am a counselor of Lividatel. A position that I have earned over 40 years of hard work here. But before that time, I lived another life, and that life is what led me to this place and to the deep cover operation I am in the middle of right now. So I do like before, an insight check to see if that's like bullshit or not. Absolutely. It's not going to be good. I have a negative one, but I can try. Nope. Never mind. I, I believe she's, she's saying. I want to also do it. You may all make an insight roll. Whoop, whoop. What the? <laughs> Nine. Whoa. <laughs> I got a 21. Yay, you three. <laughs> yeah, I also got a nine. Everybody's clueless. And so. what did you get, Sherlyn, or did you even roll? Sorry, 12. You both of them. Yeah, the rest of you are like, uh, 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 Ifrin, <laughs> you know, you know, tells, you know, lies. This woman is completely leveling with you. Uh, you can tell that she's being reserved, but she's absolutely not lying to you. Okay. Um, uh, Ifrin will whisper, I think we can trust her. She says, I came here on a mission, a mission that is not yet complete, that is delicate, and that I need you to understand that I will kill and reanimate every one of you myself before I am in, in peril. Having said that, I don't think you've done enough damage yet to draw the authorities' attention. So 
if there's something I can help you do so that you can get it done and get out of this city. We're trying to infiltrate Lucine Dane's castle and get the cure to the, the rust. Oh, that's all? Yeah. They think they can cure it. They're hoping there is. It's not there all day anyway. Let me get this straight. You're going to break into one of the most secure domiciles on Gelspad in the middle of a city full of evil necromancers on the hope that there's a cure in there? Yes. Yeah. One of them was nice to me, so yes. Everyone's dead anyway. Might as well try. You are either the bravest or stupidest heroes I've ever met. Why can't we be both? How do you plan on getting out? Delaport is out of here. It, it just reads to Ithrin. I'm no longer uh, hiding. <laughs> I see. When do you plan to make this great play for the treasures of Lucian Dane's study? Um, I wanted to scout out the the building first, see his comings and goings, see his schedule, see if we can be there when he's not there. It's maybe a couple of days, probably. I am in the middle of a very Perhaps my purposes can help with yours. Your name? Like, who are you? Uh, uh, Trina, Tarnia, Tarnia. Oh yeah, you just said that. I just said. I do sit. <laughs> I do sit on the council. Why should we trust you? Because you're not dead already. Compelling argument. Then what should I disguise as, if not a skeleton? I thought this was a great idea. <laughs> Is this the person I'm supposed to meet up? The person you're supposed to meet up with? Uh, Otaso sent me some to meet somebody here. No, Otaso yeah. wants you to, to meet with. Uh, uh, Never specified. You know, a different being, somebody that would make themselves known to you. If you want to show your holy symbol to you, you can. Um, the holy symbol of a tassel, by the way, you had asked before start, we started. It's a skull with demonic horns on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to keep that to chest, I guess, for now. Um, what does Tanya look like, Travis? Blonde, long hair, and a top pony. Um, but human, right? Human, yeah. Looks like she's probably. Uh, tired 40s, uh, <laughs> maybe early 50s. Um, awesome, thanks. 
She says, there's an operation that I'm working on. And our movements within the next day or two, there may be a situation that will call call a lot of attention from the city guard. Uh, it may be your optimal time to strike, but I can't hold off on it. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. I only have so much control over these wheels that are spinning. So what I would recommend is meet me at dusk tomorrow. Here, here in your room. Okay. If I'm satisfied as to your intent and ability to pull this off, and you are still brave enough to continue with this plan, I will provide you every bit of aid I can to get you into uh, Lucian Bain's sanctum. Fair enough? So meet here at dusk? No. Dusk tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay. Take the day, find the information you need to find, do the hunting and, and digging you need to do. Be careful. Remember, necromancers, if that's the disguise you wish to continue, um, will have power over the dead so they will not rely on others for even the slightest uh, dealings with them. And if someone offers your undead member a drink, or anything for that matter, it would do you well for the undead to consume it. Nobody's going to be wasting anything here. Any questions? I'm sorry? No, I'm just at all right. Do you have any questions before I go? Should we be doing anything in the interim? Yes, figuring out what the hell you're going to do. You said you were going to do reconnaissance, right? If you're just going to go in there blindly, I can't help you. What are the do's and don'ts of like walking around this town? What should we look out for? Do not draw attention to yourself. Do, yeah. not, do not intervene in the business of a guard. And keep in mind... One advantage you have since you're wearing those robes, whoever, my compliments to your tailor, by the way. Um, the best defense you have is that in Glividatel, any interference with a mage's business can be legally interpreted as uh, impeding a mage's study, which is punishable by death and reanimation. So people don't tend to ask you a whole lot of questions. Speaking of study, where is there a library or something like that nearby? Archives, library, anything? Half of the city is libraries. It's narrowed down. Okay. Was well, there something specific you're after? Um, not necessarily, I guess. 
very well. Again, I'm, before I take my leave, I do want to remind you that should you fall victim to capture, I will not only vehemently deny knowing who you are, um, I'll personally see to it that your memories are eroded as quickly as possible to prevent imperiling my mission. Are we 100% clear? Yeah. Look. She turns on her heel and walks out. As she walks out, the room recompresses to its original uh, proportions. What would you like to do? Yeah, I want to do um, some recon on uh, that castle. All right, you want to go out into the city streets and go try to make your way down there and see what's going on? Yeah, um, I like this self, though. Just is anyone going to go with uh, Haiku? I'll go. I'm not one for library research, I don't think. All right, Alan, what do you have in mind? I'm going with, but I'm not going to be a skeleton anymore. <laughs> you sound so sad. Big dude. I am sad. I was, I was so cool. I had a million jokes planned out. No <laughs> I'll be a human. All right. That's fine. <laughs> what about Charlong and Charlie? The entire time I've been here, have I seen any other orcs? Not a single one. You haven't caught, noticed yourself catching a whole lot of glances, but that may very well be because you are the least interesting thing in your party at the moment. Um, but yeah, you have not noticed any orcs. I feel like I'm just standing out immensely, but also... I also feel like this is the kind of place where people walk around with true sight. So, <laughs> yeah. like, being invisible calls more attention to yourself is kind of the yeah, thing that like I'm juggling. About, like, being invisible, but someone's probably got to have, like, you know, see invisibility or something on like yeah. that, you know? And I'm not particularly stealthy. Um, yeah, I'm not stealthy good at either, scouting. which is why I don't want to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have any of those. So skills. I'm going to offer to stay back and work on, I don't know, magical plans. Maybe try to tattoo something onto a like piece of hide. I don't know. Did, did Alan ever get that enlarged reduced tattoo? Did I? I'm asking. We were planning so. on it. Did we? Do you have an enlarged, reduced tattoo attuned on your body? I don't. I don't. don't but know. we were talking about it. Maybe I just forgot to tune it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was thinking because we, we were sure doing we that back. Yeah, we had so many days off. Mm -hmm. uh, just shopping. I'm sure that we did. 
this is like a backtracking. What is that one game where you can like go back and edit? <laughs> uh, Trinity. Yeah. yeah. You don't you don't have dramatic editing here. What I will do because I'm I'm a kind and benevolent deity is if you want to stay behind and get that finished, you can finish that t- tattoo tonight. Uh, yeah. Would be helpful. Definitely, yeah. It's on my shoulder. Probably. Well, the thing is, is that I had the spell until we did the tattoo, and then I swapped it out. So I don't have the spell on my list anymore. That's why I remember doing it, is because oh. I got rid of that spell when after I leveled up, after we got the tattoo. Okay. Um, but, again... Where just would I even put the information? Sure. Uh, it's, it would be a magic item, effect. It would still take overnight to attune. If it hadn't been, where would that be? You would add. I think I I might have made a homebrew magic item for it. That's conceivable. Um, Charlie, do you want to try to work the room and see if you can find anything out that way? Sure. That sounds like a plan. Uh, All right. Malina, we will. Can you find this item? I linked it in the chat. We will uh, go piece by piece around with everyone. Um, so now the stealth party is Ithrin and uh, Haiku, correct? Yeah. If so, sure. yes. You'd be better at scouting anyway, so I can stealth. So the two of you are going to make your way back out into the city. Yeah. Um, where would you like to try to investigate and or get to first? The tower, right? Yeah. See if we can get like any semblance of people coming and going. Maybe we can figure out idea like a way of like. If people regularly go inside, maybe we can like sneak in with like a group. If it's a thing, we can just see how often Lucian Dane leaves the tower, um, for how long, you know, stuff like that. So just out of curiosity, I guess, um, are you prioritizing the pyramid or are you prioritizing the skull? Uh, the skull, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you will need to make your way uh, out of the civilian quarter. What time of day is it by now? It's like 11 in the morning, probably. Okay. So we got to be back by dusk, right? Just the next day is when you meet him. So you have a little over a day. Um, You'll have to go into the awakened quarter, which shouldn't be too big of a deal for you as far as you know. Uh, You are dressed in necromancer robes after all, but uh, you you start making your way south. Are you just traveling by street? Are you trying any other means of getting around? Um, I think think by foot would be the most... Excuse me. Um, I mean, we were told not to call attention to ourselves, so I think walking would be the most unobtrusive. That's fair. 
uh, as you're making your way around, you do notice there are palaquins. Um, you notice, like at first you see a palaquin, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Then you realize that the palaquin is actually uh, four ghouls whose like arms have been stitched into the um, poles that hold the palaquin up. Um, so they're effectively one cogent undead creature. That's uh, all all connected. Um, but you see a couple of those go by that clearly are being used as like a taxi service. Mm. Um, otherwise, uh, you, you see most people are on foot. The only people that you do see on um, horseback are all wearing uh, necromancer robes. And none of the horses you see while you're traveling throughout are alive. Uh, they're all very clearly animated corpses. <clears throat> um, when you get to the dividing line between the awakened quarter and the civilian quarter, you notice that most of the traffic is going into the civilian quarter, and most of it is uh, either necromancers or uh, animated dead who appear to be like, you know, some of them are very clearly carrying papers or, or doing errands. Not a whole lot of traffic going into the awakened quarter, but the guards kind of look at you as you pass. Uh, the There is one more eye as you're walking in. Um, why don't each of you go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw? Eleven. Fifteen. Right. What would you say you're feeling right now? Um, uh, haiku. I will say, if this is a mind thing, I have the ring of mind shielding, so I can't. You do. Absolutely right. You're, never mind. Yep, you're good. Um, that's good, because that die roll was just about your ass. Um, the, you both make it past the Morai, and it's sort of like quivers its lip a little bit as it looks at Ithrin for just a second, but then... What's a Morai? That's the, that? the children that have been reanimated oh. that point and scream at you when you're having feelings. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I, don't... I feel like Ithrin is just sort of drawing on her amulet to be like, cold as ice, cold as ice, cold as ice. Um... Uh, Charlie, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, what are we talking about? It's horrible. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you managed to get past them. Um, but yeah, you do see its lip kind of quiver as, as it looks at you for just a second longer than it looks at Haiku, Ethereum. Um, but you're in. And you make your way down toward the outside of the of the sanctum. Um, as you're making your way past there, you do walk by uh, a couple of landmarks that probably jump out at you. I mean, not literally. Let me just half a second to bring something up here. I apologize. No worries. While I'm doing that, did you find what you're looking for magic items wise, Corey? Is that all handled? Yep. Okay. 
I knew I had done that one. I even like made a D and D Beyond item for it. So, okay, pretty sure yeah, you've done fin- that. You'll be finishing it up tonight. You don't have to go through yeah. anything else. Um, Dope. I'm just looking because I should. It's a have... good spell. There we go. It's pretty cool. I've got better now, but can't do it in one night. I mean, that is. Can you imagine? Like, it says my target uh, will double in all dimensions and my weight will be multiplied by eight. Can you imagine getting punched by Olin's weight times eight? You have to punch through the hip. You know what I mean? And your damage die gets scaled up a type. Yeah. Yeah, 1d4 extra damage. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I probably wouldn't feel so hot. Nope. All right. So, um, uh, and, quick question: Will my battle yeah. axe grow with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any weapons mm-hmm. that you're holding when you cast enlarge and reduce? Oh. You can dissect. Oh. Hell yeah. Or bisect them. I mean. Uh, yeah, you make your way past the Colosseum, um, and you recognize as you're walking past, like even though you're you 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 pass a few blocks away, you can hear like the clanging of of swords and the cheering of crowds. Uh, it's very clearly um, there's very clearly an event going on, but also. You see there's a couple of kids, look like they're probably 10, 11 years old, uh, wearing red robes that have, like, stitched onto them, like, embroidered uh, the holy symbol of Vangel, a pair of uh, broken axes. Which god is Vangel again? Is he the war one? He's, yeah, he's the god of destruction and, and violence and chaos. And they're uh, shouting, you know, uh, new finds at the Coliseum today. New finds at the Coliseum today. We got four, count them, one, two, three, four captured hollow legionnaires. We have a blood reaper brought in fresh from the Hornsaw Forest downstairs. And your god, Vangle the Ravager, demands you cheer at their destruction. Step right up. Just keep moving, just keep moving. See a, couple, right now. see a couple people kind of like, you know, change direction and start ambling over in that general direction. Um, and you continue on until you make your way uh, near, the, near enough the tower where you can see the base. We make out like an entrance somewhere. Or well, a. Why don't you both give me a. I'll let you do uh, either perception or survival or investigation, whichever is higher for you. And I just assist uh, with Ithrin and 
she roll at advantage? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, what am I rolling? Higher wisdom than I do. Uh, either uh, survival, perception, or investigation, whichever is the best. Oh, my survival is plus seven. So we're going with that one. Oh! Many of the night. Damn! It throws on fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna like we're gonna get in a fight. I'm gonna start rolling on ones. <laughs> <laughs> You're using up your luck now. <laughs> From the front and below, the sanctum looks pretty opulent. Uh, it is surrounded by grounds that are covered in finely cut grass. There's a, a small manicured lawn that makes the structure in the middle of the property look even larger and more menacing. The stone is dark and smooth, almost like glass. <laughs> a skull atop the structure casts a giant shadow on the grass like a macabre sundial. No birds fly near it. Silence permeates the grounds. And you do see like a pair of uh rotting corpses yes but wearing like red almost like anatomical like if you think of the cell or if you think of uh bram stoker's dracula like the armor that he was wearing like that's almost kind of what the plate now looks like. like it's almost made out of sinew and muscle um yeah. And they come walking out, each of them carrying a spear um, and just kind of come marching out the front door uh, and onto the street and continue on their way. Beyond that, there doesn't seem to be much movement. Okay. I think I just want to just sit here for a bit stealthily so I, you know not bring attention to myself and just see the comings and goings of people what's going on there sure yeah anybody Same. come in and out uh over the course of the first 15 20 minutes after you see those two walking out you don't see anyone coming in and out you do see um basically three ways of entering. There is a sort of giant staircase that leads up up the front of the building. At the top of that staircase are two more of those guards that are, are clad as I described before. Just kind of standing at attention. If, you, if you'd imagine like corpsey versions of the you know British Royal Guard. That's kind two of them? Vibe again. Yep. Uh, around the other two sides, you do not see any um, posted guards out front. Cool. And I'm just looking to see real quick, since you got that natural 20. Um, You notice after about an hour, 
that there seems to be a staggered, uh, irregular patrol conducted by undead. Okay. Um, you notice that there tend to be, uh, you see four different patterns of guards. You're not sure if this is what all the patrols are, but these are the four that you note. Uh, four of the people that were dressed in that plate is one group. The second group is one of the folks that was dressed in the plate, accompanied by three um, relatively well-kept and mobile uh, undead. I'll let you, uh, both of you, go ahead and make an arcana check to see if you can clock the type of undead they are just by sight. Nope. Five. No clue. But it's one of the one of those guards leading four who are all armed with a uh, short sword and shield. Um, then you see the fourth patrol, and these folks seem to be kind of stopping along. You notice like one of them will stop and pull out a little pair of shears and like clip a blade of grass and then get up and, and, and move along. Uh, they're, they're like moving detritus and just making sure that everything is meticulous and perfect on the grounds. Um, and they also are rotting corpses. I'll let you make arcana checks to see if you can identify the flavor of these corpses. Nope. I don't even different kinds of corpses. All right. And the uh, last detachment you see is two of the uh, royal guard types uh, that are leading six very clearly zombies. Like very obvious, very moany, shambly zombies. And they seem to stagger. So like you don't catch like a, oh, every five minutes there's a guard here. They're, they're staggering their patrols. That random? Yeah, seems to be. And uh, the only people who have left so far have been the two royal guards, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Is there any other information you'd like to try to glean while you are there? Probably stay here until it's time to go back. Regroup and everything. All right. Um, All right. Why don't... Oh, go ahead. I would like to lap the block. Okay. Just see if there's anything else that stands out or looks interesting. Sure. Uh, roll a d20 for me, please. I rolled a four. Yeah, nothing uh, really sticks out to you. This area is not heavily trafficked necessarily. There's not a lot of people going on. Uh, it's you really have to kind of like stay in close to like, you know, storefronts and things like that and like hide uh, to, to keep from drawing attention to yourself. Um, most of the foot traffic here seems to be either uh, servants of necromancers, like direct servants of necromancers taking um, messages back and forth mm -hmm. or actual necromancers themselves. However, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
No, go ahead. Keep going. I'm gonna. I'll finish when you. Yeah. About the end of that hour, like as you're wrapping around that that loop around the block, uh, you very clearly see a bird, um, which catches your attention because you haven't seen any since you've been here, um, making its way from the east, um, headed toward the skull. All right. Is it close enough or is my eyesight sharp enough to see if it's like a messenger pigeon of some sort? Why don't you go ahead and roll perception for me? There it is. There's the one. Uh, <laughs> fucking bird. Uh, you're not sure it's not a bat. <laughs> okay. I mean, a bat would make sense in this city anyway. Uh, you see it fly around the back of the skull. Okay. How close are we to the uh, building we're reconning? Uh, if you're staying like on the same street that it's on, just at the edge of the block, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably about 60 to 80 feet away from it, depending on which side of the building you're. And 30 feet would be way too close, right? I mean, you'll have to be on the grounds to get within 30 feet of the building itself. Wait, what, what was that? Oh, you'll be, you'll be on the grounds of like the... Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The grass is about the the lawn itself is about thirty feet in every direction from the building. Okay. Besides, like weapons, do they have anything of a note that these guards seem to be carrying? No, nope, just each carrying our... a, each carrying a spear. Okay. All right. Nothing else happens. Fast forward. I'll get back to you. Cool. Um, down in the in the bar, um, what is Charlie doing? Are you just doing general carousing? Are you going to play for your supper? Are you going to... Um... I think I'm just going to kind of generally hang out and, you know, just chat if there's people around and kind of like like I'm just hanging out at a bar. Right. Are you throwing around any money to like buy drinks, to loosen tongues, that sort of thing? Um, or are you just being sociable? I think I'll probably buy one round after I've been there for a little bit. Um, but I'm going to make sure it's not like super dramatic because I don't want them to think I'm you know, right. First so of all, not, I don't need them to think I have a ton of money. Right, you're not going to be like, I'm buying the bar around, but you're going to like kind of individually go around and buy people drinks and things like that? Yeah, yeah. Just much mm-hmm. more like, oh, hey, how about I buy you a drink? Go ahead and give me a persuasion roll with advantage, if you don't mind. Hold on, I lost my mouse. <laughs> uh, 24. All right. Uh, you discover a few things. Um, as you're asking around, you find out, rumor has it, that uh, the barkeep here is willing to pay handsomely for anyone who can get a hold of the recipe book from the blasphemous gastronome a restaurant 
that is in the awakened quarter. Um, supposedly, they have refined the secret of uh, preparing a ghost for consumption. Um, you also hear that there is a large celebration plans to go down the following night at, at Coliseum Extaltus, uh, which is one of the lovely gladiator coliseums. Um, Glividatel has two. Uh, both of them are also serve as temples to Vangle. And uh, according to the Barker, there's supposed to be something uh, big going down. Some sort of big necromancy duel is supposed to be going down tomorrow night at, at dusk. Where? Um, at the Coliseum Exaltus. Oh, everybody's going to be there. Yeah. I heard a rumor it's going to be Lucian and King Cretus finally going at it, but don't say that out loud to anybody. How far off is is that like how do i get there oh it's just the other side of the of the pyramid oh i just got here so i don't know where it was but that you know i'm like glad we're bringing in i'm glad we're bringing in bards from out of town like i mean the the normal band here is okay you like look over and it's like four animated skeletons that are so like one of them is blowing on in their own forearm as a flute <laughs> so i'm glad i'm really glad we're getting outside entertainment finally the you know once we started doing the sharding the uh necromancer just really lightened up the, the what shard <laughs> shard s-h-a-r-d oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was very confused <laughs> yes exactly Oh no. All right. Yeah, once once we started yanking memories out of people, the uh necromancers lightened up. Well then. A little bit. I mean, you still don't want to go like whistling down the street. It's probably a bad idea, but you know. Yeah, whistling seems pretty egregious. Yeah, I think everybody who's anybody is gonna be there tomorrow night. Awesome. I'll have to make sure I get down there. Yeah. Yeah, you learn uh those things. Uh you also pick up on uh, a rumor that there are some um cultists that are planning on doing something uh during that show, but you don't know what. You know, I, I heard uh one of the local cults is planning on making a scene. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to cast sending and I'm going to send Ithrin a message that just says, make sure you talk to me as soon as you guys get back. Cause I got some info. Uh, can I send a response? Yep. Up to 25 yes. words. Uh, we're on our way back. We'll meet at the room and that's enough. That communicates everything I need to. All right. Uh, as you're heading back that way, um, 
you see something flying through the sky in your general direction. Um, and as you look up, you realize it's a, it's a horse with flaming hooves running across the sky toward the skull. And you can see that um, the chick with the rotten face is riding it. You mount. You're muted. I don't think that's good. She rides around back of the skull, same place that the bird flew to, or the bat flew to. Okay, uh, make a mental note to talk about that when we get back to the hotel room. Bring that up. All right, Alan, you're pretty well healed up. And Charlene, you've completed the tattoo. Uh, everyone sort of re rejoins back at the end. It's probably about dusk, a little bit after by the time you uh, gather. So you've got just about a day now. So I think there might be a way into the tower up at the top. That's awesome. If we can. Because I wow. saw a messenger bat and a flying fire horse both go into the tower. So I think there's probably some sort of entrance there. And at the ground level, there's three entrances. One is a stairway with guards watching over. And the two other ones don't seem to have guards posted. But that's just from what we gathered. Well, uh, all about four different uh, sets of guards every couple. Every are they digital. pairs? Yeah, in pairs. Uh, one of them's in pairs. Another one was in four, I believe, right? And the other one was also in four. With, uh, one of them seems to be just for, like, maintenance. But obviously they would alert, you know, sound the alarm if anything came through. Uh, and I believe the other three had guards with them, right? Yeah. Correct. Cool. Okay, cool. There is supposed to be some sort of giant event going on at the Coliseum, and I'll tell them where it is. I forgot already. Yeah, um, and the rumor on the street has that has it that Lucian Dane might be fighting in the fight at the Coliseum tomorrow night, so starting at dusk. So we know he won't be in the castle. The very if least. that's true, if he does fight, yeah. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be impossible for somebody to go and ensure that he's there and like i mean i could use sending i could go i could make sure he's there i could use sending and let you guys know that he is for sure there i think so, the the problem is is that if we split up it's going to be an issue but <clears throat> if we show up inside and he is standing there that is also going to be an issue <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the and the understatement of the night goes to. <laughs> so yeah, how, how far was the Coliseum for from the the tower? As far as like you know, minutes walking. Well, the one that you passed is not the one that you'd be going. The other Coliseum is on the other side of town. Ooh. Oh, oh. Yes. But oh, I don't know I, that Lucian Dane is going to travel anywhere by walking. 
I mean, like, he may never walk out of No, I'm just saying for you to get back to where we're at, to confirm. Right, I'm just saying, like, other, I don't think there's a way to, like, necessarily follow him, because I don't assume he is probably the kind of guy who walks out a door and then heads down the street to go to the Coliseum. So, I think that's the only way to ensure. But also, uh, Carnia was probably... This is probably part of her plan to infiltrate. That's probably what she's going to inform us on. Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps she has a wardrobe we can get in there through. Sorry. Uh, I can't stop hearing Narnia. I'm sorry. Yeah, when he first said that, I was like, Narnia? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Thomas? I'm having a hard time hearing words tonight. I apologize. I think you're having a great time hearing words tonight. Um, just doing my own thing. Any any other uh, business that you want to attend before you uh, rest? I mean, the sun has just gone down, so uh, you could try to. I don't know if you wanted to try to do anything else, or if you wanted to sleep and then uh, do more recon in the morning. That could be. We could. Uh, do you want to? Ch- I was out of town though. Do you want to check out? Um. Wait. No one has any fast teleportation spells except for Ithrin's necklace, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. immediately going to take us somewhere very, very cold. So. Yeah. So, right. no so what, kind of a one-way trip. Mine's a little loud. Yeah, and mine only brings mm-hmm. me about thirty feet. I was going to say if we wanted to scout the Coliseum, but that wouldn't make any sense. He's not going to be there first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, are the Coliseums yeah, realistically, open all day? Is it, is it he, 24-7 entertainment over there? They said it started at dusk, and if he's the headliner, he may not get there at dusk even. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when everyone's going to be. Wait, right, like, you said tomorrow at dusk, right? Yeah. This sounds like the distraction... Our friend told us about. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Perhaps we should just yeah, assume also, that yeah, that will go off without a hitch. Because, uh, his guards would, he'd probably be accompanied by guards to make sure he's not, like, you know, assaulted on the way or during, you know. So probably a lot of his guards are going to be there, and there's probably going to be, like, a couple of just patrolling the castle to make sure that, you know, no one tries to, like, steal anything like us. I mean, that's as long as this rumor is true and not some sort of rumor set up by Lucian Dane to catch people trying to fuck with him. (laughs) I mean, that's... We're not talking about a guy who might not be literally listening to us right now. Very true. That's my concern, is... I I think there is enough of a chance that we're going to walk in there and be face-to-face with this dude if we don't really do a hard cover your ass. We're kind of... This, this is entirely all high stakes as it is. And if we have an in with our friend here, it's our best bet, I guess. Why don't you make a religion check for me there? Um, let's have uh, Ithrin and... Um, Let's have Ithrin and uh, Haiku make a religion check. 16. 
Also a 16. All right. <laughs> uh, you both put together enough that you realize that the Colosseum that you did pass um, is definitely also a temple to Vangel. Um, if Vangel, according to the research that you've done or the rumors you've heard, Vangel is one of the most worshipped gods here in, in Glumidatel. Um, so it would stand to reason that the Colosseum would have access to the public, um, at least in its uh, in its role as a temple. Mm-hmm. Um, it would also stand to reason, just FYI, that every priest, acolyte, cultist, worshiper that's there probably knows how to fight. Vangel's followers are probably not peaceful folk. By the way, as we were walking around the city, how roughly like how tall was the average building? Um, most of the buildings aren't terribly tall. Uh, two, three stories, maybe. Um, the, the big buildings really stick out. Yeah, okay. I thought so. I'm just, in my head also just planning several different like escape plans you know you did note up a roof you know so we can you did note the roofs are relatively close together um especially in the civilian quarter you could probably make it from one end of the civilian quarter to the other and never touch the ground um there are sewers uh that are uh, closed underground sewers uh, so that is a possibility for moving around, but you have no idea what is lurking in the sewers there. Yeah, the um, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, and whatever it is, might be hungry because it looks like a lot of the things that would normally go in a sewer are just left laying on the side of the road, probably for some necromancer to scoop up later or to have their servants scoop up later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just thinking if, like, if need be, can we, like, misty step, top of roof, and get the fuck out of there? In most areas, yes. But you also do notice, you also did notice for sure that the bigger buildings tend to also have a bigger um, open space around them. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, unrelated. I just wanted to know. Um. So yeah, I guess we just wait for Tarnia, right? See what she tells us uh, tomorrow night. All right. Well, uh, you... Oh, sorry? I am buying some garden supplies, like a shovel and like a, a sack and... Oh, okay. Because I'm hoping I might be able to transplant the tree. Mm, right. it, and so I want someone to carry it around in, so I'm making sure I've got the prep work done so I can do that. All right. You get uh, gardening tools, some um the only thing that you're not really able to uh acquire easily is actually topsoil. Okay, I'm fairly certain I can probably just grab that when I'm digging up the tree. There's probably a lot of dirt there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, when you ask about purchasing it, they explain that uh, all the topsoil that's been brought into the city for the last six months made its way to uh, King Cretus's garden. Um, we are currently. It's currently uh, 
being rationed and our ration is we don't get no rations. Um, are you making any preparations before you take your long rest for the night? Nothing comes immediately to mind. If someone can have Pass Without Trace and can prepare that, that'd be dope. If not, then... uh, We should probably, even though we are in a city, we should probably set up a watch just in case. Yeah. I mean, I don't sleep, so I can... But I also don't have, like, the highest perception and insight. Yeah, we, we can take shifts. I can take first shift. All right. Anything else you want to set up in the room or rooms? Mm. No one has alarm, right? Mm-hmm. No, but we could set up like a bell that if you open the door, like something jiggles. It's not like things don't make noise. Like an actual alarm? Yeah, yeah. like a pot. It'll make a noise when the door hits it or something. Like I have like a bunch of darts that we can probably like string together and make a little wind chime out of like like yeah. darts, you know? Like they're just uh throwing knives. As I say, like we have to have some sort of cooking thing. Or a campfire. Just the pots. Right, mm-hmm. your cooking utensils. Yeah. Um everybody go ahead and make an arcana check. Nope. Fourteen. <laughs> 15. 12. Bless you, Milena. Was that a sneeze? I, yeah, I muted though, right? Yeah, I'm just still, I saw though. <laughs> um, Charlie, you remember that you uh, went to all that trouble to buy some salt? You probably want to lay that down there on the arms. Oh, I didn't realize he actually gave it to me. I wasn't oh, sure what was yeah. going on there, no, but you... that's cool. I will take that care of that then. Give you the salt. The point that he was trying to make was that necromancers don't need to pay a salt tax generally because they, you know, use necromancy to keep in whites away. Um, all right. Well, you bed down for the night, and that's where we'll wrap things up for this session. Go ahead and take your long rests. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns about your first day in Glivet Hotel? Not bad. Well, well I mean, I'm concerned. The feelings cops didn't come after us. I, I want you to understand that yes. if you wouldn't have made that saving throw, Ithrin, it would have been that would have been your your collective asses. <laughs> At least you and uh, uh, you and Haiku. Yeah. I think I got that ring. Yeah. I would have so, built that. I got that ring though, so yeah. And you and you legit hit the like, <laughs> like if you'd have gotten one lower, it would have been like that would have that would have been a different, very different scene. Um, so I am loving this. I'm having a, a blast running it for you. Thank you all again so much. Uh, let's go ahead and do our outros uh, and let's start things off with Haiku, please. If you would uh, tell us who you are, what you do, who you're playing, your pronouns, their pronouns, and anything you would like to promote. Hey guys, I'm Mike Newton. I'm playing Haiku. Uh, both he him. Uh, in real life, I am a comic artist out of Chicago. Um, I'm in the middle of a lot of things, uh, my own projects, other people's projects, um, moving, getting married 
and shit. So I'm real busy right now, but you can follow me pretty much everywhere at Mike uh, Mutant. Excellent. And uh, next up, uh, Charlie, please give us your pertinence. Um, I am Sarah Sharnover, she, her. I play Charlie, she, her, they, them, whatever. Um, and I am getting a pop-up on my computer. Surprise! Um, I am an author and I do Twitter, Twitch and YouTube. I'm on Twitter all the time. Uh, I have a podcast about Twin Peaks called the Twin Freaks Podcast. And uh, for the next several streams, I am uh, over on Twitch. I am doing fundraising for Planned Parenthood. Um, and that'll be uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central and then uh, Friday night at 7 p.m. Central. I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to add other streams as well to, to add to that. So that's it. Excellent. And uh, next up, Ithrin, please give us your pertinence. Hello, uh, my name is Rachel. I was playing Ithrin. You can find me, Stolen Fires, pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, you can also find me uh, several days out of the week over at Vorpal Tales. Uh, Friday, I run Masks of Nyarlathotep, and then uh, you will also see me Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday uh, playing a variety of games, um, soon to be running a few more. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Rock and roll. And Alan, please give us your pertinence. Uh, I'm Melena. I play Alland, um, both she, they. And in real life, I'm a comic book artist, illustrator, and teacher in Illinois. I have a Patreon where you can get prints and stuff that are exclusive to that. And uh, I'm just at Milena Deneno on Instagram for art or Milena Moves Mindfully for yoga and movement stuff. And that's it. Excellent. And that brings us to Charlung. Please give us your pertinence. Hey there, I'm Corey, aka Narf. Uh, they, them, and uh, playing Charlung. Also, they, them. Uh, and lately, the only thing I have to shout out has been Caves of Cud, but I continue to shout it out. Check it out if you haven't yet. No new news there, really. Uh, that's it. But one day there will be news and that day will be soonish soon tm even correct usually and you can get it you can get it on steam as well i'm gonna throw that link yeah. in uh ye old chat because and though we are in up. early access we do release weekly updates usually so sweet Just a... i dig it and that leaves me i guess travis leg he him or they all are fine by me um I have had the honor and privilege of being a game master. Uh, once again, we are running the Dead Man's Rest campaign for Scarredlands. The PDF just went out to our Kickstarter backers this past week. I'm super excited to hear what everybody thinks about it. Um, if you want to pre-order that on Backerkit, uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw the link in the chat. Uh, the When I'm not running games here, I run games over at Plastic Age Plays. Um, you can find me everywhere online as Travis Leg. Um, yeah, uh, I greatly look forward to seeing where this goes, uh, to seeing how the next day in Glivida Hotel turns out. And we'll be back here uh, two weeks from now to explore that. So until then, 
please find a organization that supports um, reproductive health and uh, give some money or time to it uh, and make your voice heard to your elected representatives and fight back against the, the dystopia, uh, you know, if, if you would be so kind. And uh, we'll see you again real soon. Take care of yourselves. It's rough out there.